I gotta call you out first and foremost. Oh God, what I do? You gave me the eyes. <laughs> you sent me those damn eyes, and I knew exactly what it was about. And yep. I was just like, "Huh?" I was like, "Homeboy's talking about all he does is get shit from when they lose." So, hey, just so you know, before you keep going, you were the only text I sent. It was the only. It was the only thing I sent to anyone, and I didn't get a response. And I, I knew after a day, I'm like, oh, he's not responding on purpose. <laughs> the power of silence. Go blue, baby. Go it, was well, it was well deserved. They uh, Michigan played well. <clears throat> Michigan Put played on, really sure. well. Uh huh. And. Uh, yeah, I hope they make it to the national championship and then lose to Cincinnati. So that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd very nice. nice. Very, very nice. <clears throat> How was your week? How was Thanksgiving? It was good. Ate so much food, drank a lot of alcohol. Family got pretty, uh, pretty banged up. By all the alcohol we had. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. Uh, it was pretty good. The whole family came down to Pinehurst, and we just chilled out. I really didn't do much drinking. It was kind of more of a recharge for me. And yeah. it was uh, the recharge I needed. I'm kind of ready to go, even though I tweaked my back this morning. Dude, so did okay. I. Oh, damn. How about that? University right in your face. I know. I, I took uh, my back a little what bit. What did you do? I picked up a weight and I felt something in my the right side of my back. I'm like, mm, okay, well, we gotta gotta be a little more careful. Yeah, it's usually yeah, that was... dumb shit, like just like little things. You just pick something up and you're like, oh, why'd you why'd you pick it up like that? Yeah, I feel yeah. I uh, I've done that many times. Worst was when I was doing a deadlift, and then oh, that took me about a month to recover. I'm terrified of deadlifts. For yeah, that deadlifts reason, aren't, deadlifts aren't amazing, but they are like, aren't they like the total body workout? Yeah, if you do say? them right, if you do them right, it's like the best thing you can do. Yeah, that's what I hear. All right, I'm in the picture. You can see me now. I'm sitting down. I had to do laundry. I had to put some laundry in. My sweaty ass going to a hot yoga class. I'm doing laundry as well. This is getting kind of weird. <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> uh, I'm driving to Palm Springs. Oh, my God. I'm driving to St. Simon's. <laughs> it's wow. weird. Getting weird. We're on the yeah. same wavelength today, I guess. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. So, uh, yeah, there's been uh, there's a lot going on in the golf world the last two two or three days ever since Friday. Yeah, we've seen a lot. Tiger swinging. Would you hear the Tiger interview today? Let's just get into it. All right, episode six, we're going to talk about probably mostly Tiger. Um, we're going to talk about this PIP bullshit that's going on. Um, Brooks and 
Bryson, if it's real or fake. I personally think it's fake, but we'll get to it. And um, Yeah, I mean, of course it is. And then what else did we say? I guess some practice stuff. I don't know. We'll see what we have time for. But but this Tiger interview, you didn't see it? I didn't see it, no. So, okay, let me find it really quick. So he went on like a 30-minute interview. It was like all over my Instagram. I know. I know you're big on Instagram. I saved it somewhere. I did check it out a little snippet when I was on Instagram this afternoon. Yeah, so first first Tiger's first interview back, he said that he had a 50-50 chance of losing his leg in the hospital. He said he'll never play on tour full-time again, which he's kind of already been kind of doing, but the fact that he's saying it is kind of sad. And then yeah. he said after his fu- like his back fusion surgery, he said he had to prove to himself that he could climb Mount Everest and win again. And he said he does not think that his body's able to do it. Doesn't think his body's going to be able to do it. Yeah. Those are like the top three things that I saw. Hmm. He said that he's going to pick and choose where he plays, and he mentioned that's what Hogan did. He said, it's unfortunate, but it's my reality. And I understand it, and I accept it. I mean, the fact that he's saying that is, like, the saddest part because he's always been very optimistic. He's always been like, I'm back. It's not a big deal. It's not a speed bump. But I guess it's to the point where he's just exhausted from doing this. I mean, I'll let you talk here in a minute, but everyone says – I mean, if you told if you told anyone if you wanted Tiger Woods' life, I, I guarantee you, ninety nine of hundred people would say yes. But he's been through some shit, man. I mean, I understand he's financially set, but holy shit! Yeah. I mean, what do you think? Mental, physical, a lot of, a lot of beatings he's taken, especially the last twenty years. <clears throat> I mean, hell, even before then. I mean, just with the count of him being a non-white golfer playing in a predominantly white sport in, like, in the 1900s going into, like, the 2000s. I mean, golf is becoming diverse now, but, again, he's the reason for that, and he was a trailblazer that had to take a lot of heat, like Jackie Robinson. But, um, yeah, I mean... Tiger is, uh, he's taken a lot of beatings and age always catches up and time and tide waits for no man. So it's shitty, but we got to deal with it. Like we said, I mean, his, it's his reality and our reality. And yeah, I mean, that's the first news I've heard of it. You telling me this. And just initially, it's like, damn, that's a bummer. But if anyone can do it, again, it's this guy. But then again, he knows his limitations because he's not a god. He's human. Which, good for him. I mean, I just looked it up. He's had five back surgeries and four knee surgeries. And that doesn't include what he's going through now. So, that's that's brutal, man. That's... Oof. Like I just 
that just doesn't sound fun. I mean, I understand his his giant success and his big impact on the game, but I don't want to be under the knife that much or go through all the bullshit he's been through with whether it was like with his his like scandal or you know just trying to prove people wrong. That I mean, people were calling him done in twenty twenty twelve. It's been ten years since then. And people and now I feel like people are more optimistic than ever because of what he did in twenty nineteen. Yeah, I mean you always gotta prove that naysayers are wrong and once you do it you have more on your side than you did the time before. So he's done that. And yeah, I had something for what you said, but I lost it. I was too busy listening to you. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I mean he, he like there's a clip that I saw that he mentioned. Um, well, they were like joking. They're like, "Do you do you think you're gonna need a golf cart to play?" And he's like, uh, "No, I walked on a broken leg before." And I was just like, "That's fucking awesome." <laughs> you know, just referring to 2008. I mean, that was just <clears throat> just blows my mind. It, it blows my mind what that guy's gone through. Um, I'm not saying I feel bad for him, but fuck, it must be hard. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. But it looks like he's going to be back next year at some point. So I'm excited to see that. I'd imagine we'll see him like eight times a year. <clears throat> uh, the ab- absolute most, yes. Yeah, we might get an Arnie, we might get an Arnie Palmer alert. We'll get a... Um, Masters, obviously. Tory. Um, I don't even know about Tory. You don't think he'd come out to Tory? I don't know, That's man. That's spot. He, he might just want to stick to the short courses where he can. I mean, I don't think Tory is anything like it is in the U.S. Open at Farmers. I mean, he's won it eight times, and he's not. Yeah. It's not like he's lost speed or lost distance. He's just not bombing it by everyone like he used to. Um, He's definitely going to come to Riviera because that's his tournament. It's like it's like an invitational now. True. So he's got to come out west. I mean, he'll probably do another the match thing at some point. Yeah, right. just just because it's one round, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or it's going to be limited rounds. <clears throat> yeah. And then all then the majors. So yeah, I would say eight times. Fuck man. <laughs> uh, I just that's the only time I watch golf is when he's playing, and you got to think those eight times he's going to be in contention, maybe once. With that attitude, he will be. <laughs> I'm just being realistic here, man. I just <laughs> the the game's the game's pretty deep now. I mean, we we know this, but. Yeah, I mean, apparently he's having a press conference tomorrow at 9 a.m. They're saying it's like the first time that he's like spoken in public since his accident, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be very political. It's going to be very like, I'm getting better. We're worried about my tournament in the Bahamas, whatever. You know, it's True. not going to be anything special. 
Yeah, it's he, probably going to be more centric towards <clears throat> centered toward the tournament. Yeah, coming up, he'll, he'll pick his favorite reporters to ask questions, and but... yeah, for sure. No, I don't know. It's it's a lot for me to digest right now. I mean, I knew he said something today, and I knew it was going to be limited playing, but it's just it's a lot for me to take in. So I mean, I'm just going to kind of take in a little bit more and see how the next couple of days go with what he has to say. I mean, I w- for those who don't really know golf and they hear people talk about Tiger, they got to think that we're, that we're crazy to like praise this guy. Do well, it's like that, a Kobe. That, I guess. No, it's like Kobe or like Messi or Alex Rodriguez or Mike Trout. Any, I don't know. Tiger is so much good more legendary than those guys. Yes. I would say it's like him and Jordan. And then you can, I guess you can add LeBron in there. We'll throw in but, Tom Brady too now because, I mean, that guy is like an ageless wonder. <laughs> Dude, I saw a stat today that he's leading the NFL in touchdowns. Yeah, he's kicking ass. Which is wild, which is wild to me. He's uh, doing all the right things as he ages towards – the signs of time. <laughs> yeah. I guess. It's, I don't know. it's pretty Just crazy. Joshing around. I've, I mean, I've always been, I've always been a, a Brady fan. Yeah. Just, First know. and foremost, like I want to change the subject and kind of get on this PIP um, player impact performance for the PGA tour, for those who don't know. So it's the, players who influence the game the most out of anybody. For example, the video that Tiger Woods put up on Instagram last week before all this jazz came out today. Um, The Brooks and Bryson feud, uh, Rory. But anyways, they give $40 million out to the top 10 players. I don't know how they grade it or value it, but I think it's very influenced by social media for sure. But 40 million, 10 players it only helps out like the guys that are top 20 in the world. So really it's getting a lot of the players have a problem with it because the rich are getting richer again in this situation. And the PGA tour is to me, it's becoming evident that they do that more and more. Like they really want to exploit the Tiger Woods is the Roy McElroy's, the Dustin Johnson's, the Brooks and Bryson's anything like that. Once they get some notoriety and there's some sort of rivalry that they can attach to it, they do it and um shout out to my boy jim herman former uc bearcat as well at go hermy on twitter you should check out his tweets from the match that on friday that bryson and brooks were throwing out but they were freaking hilarious he he hashtag pip'd every one of his tweets and it was amazing even like random stuff you ought to check it out though see if i can pull up some tweets um did you watch the match no Damn, I was hoping you did because I definitely didn't. I saw some clips though. It looked so it looked so done up. First of all, they only played like twelve holes, right? Was like that a was the match. thing. Yeah, they were only playing twelve hole match, which cool. I yeah, mean, I, I think, think if anything, do fourteen holes, not twelve. Twelve's like that's like two. Well, legitimately, it's two intermissions in hockey, and then you don't play the third period. You know, yeah, or or two periods in hockey, and you don't play after the second intermission. You don't play a third period. 
That's just so weird to me. I mean, 14 holes is okay because it's like seven holes. It's like, yeah, that's kind of halfway. If you play seven holes. I'd like golf a lot more if it was 14 holes. (laughs) Maybe. There's something about just being out there. That's another conversation. But didn't didn't Brooks win like five and three? So they didn't even play. Four and three. So they played nine holes. (laughs) Jesus. I, don't know, I saw some clips of that, and it just looked so bad. I'm like, why? Why do we keep doing this? Like the Phil and Tiger one was cool because you kind of brought back that rivalry. But you're right; all the PGA Tour does is they're trying to find the next Tiger, they're trying to find the next Phil, and they're like putting all their money into the guys that don't need the money. Well, they're making people be people, or they're making players be people that they aren't. Yeah. Like by, Bryson and Brooks. Yeah, I bet those two don't really care that either of them are around each other. But I saw a funny meme like back when this was starting, all this feud stuff between those two. It's Bryson on the phone with Brooks, doing Brooks doing his little smile on Bryson, like kind of like real enthusiastic, and it's, like the caption reads like, "Dude, I'm serious. Like, we'll split twenty million, and it'll get like all the attention in the world." And yeah, I got to find it and we got to put it in the show notes whenever we start putting show notes out for this. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I hear guys on the, on the driving range or whatever golf course I'm at say like, Oh yeah, I'm not a big Brooks guy. He seems like a big asshole. And they're like, I'm team Bryson. I'm like, Oh, it did this to you guys. It tricked you guys. Like, this is yeah. such a, this is so fake. And I mm-hmm. saw, I did see one post saying like, the real the real rivalry is between DJ and Brooks because they used to be really close and then apparently they had some falling out. <clears throat> so apparently those two like don't like each other anymore. But I remember when we were in Florida, they were like best Buddy friends. Buddies. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that that's something I'd want to see. I mean both guys don't really talk that much, so it wouldn't be as entertaining the most. Would like... be very passive aggressive, and Brooks doesn't talk in general. Well, if you don't like someone, you usually don't, like, advertise it to the world as well, no. you know? Like, just keep it to yourself and just – yeah. I mean, I know Brooks kind of gives off that I can get flustered real easily vibe. And, yeah, maybe he lost his train of thought because Bryson was clicking his spikes on some concrete behind his interview, but – yeah, don't. I tell you what, I I thought it was funny. I there was wrong, there was it's a, just like there, yo, come on. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about the drama. It's actually real, but that's it. Yeah, I was there was I wasn't gonna say it, but <laughs> Brooks came out a while ago and and said the media has been spinning things that he's been saying about this whole situation. Number one, and about like golf in general kind of making him look like an asshole. And I kind of feel for the guy because I do the same thing where I'll say something and someone will take it, not how I meant it. And like with the way like I look, like I look like I'm pissed a lot. So like people think I'm an asshole and that's kind of how Brooks is. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, I kind of like feel for it, but he played into it, which, Hey man, make, get your money. I get that. But it just kind of like this whole thing just kind of tricked everyone. Yeah, it did. Well, it's just, it's just adding to this. I've 
man, I don't want to go down this road. No, but it's just it. adding it's adding to this god dang cancel culture, whatever the hell you want to call it, where like we're just being separated even further and further away, and there's no freaking middle ground that anyone is able to hold or want to hold even. It's like you have to pick a side. Like you pick a Bryson or Brooks. I'm like, always sides. You, you're going red or blue. Like, fuck, dude. Like, why can't I just pick purple? You know, like <laughs> I want that purple stuff, baby. Like Dave Chappelle says. Yeah, it's like I kinda like a little bit of both, you know? You know? Like, yeah. Why can't I like why can't I like Phil and Tiger? Like I mean I'll pull for Tiger like all the time if they're ever going up against each other, but why can't I pull for Michigan? Why can't I pull for Ohio State? But bam, got it in there. See, the uh, thing is, like, I think rivalries are good, but when you're trying to make everything a rivalry, it's like not everything is black and white. Like, like I'm, I'm one of the guys where I don't like Phil because I like Tiger, but that doesn't mean I, I like Brooks instead of Bryson or, or DJ over Rory. It's just like I like I like DJ and Rory. Like, if something were to happen with that, it'd be like, that's it, it, not a real thing. And, and now everything's turning into these fake fights or these fake arguments. And you're just like, what are we doing? Like, pretty not sure, everything's pretty a fight. Sure going to be fake. I fucking fake. posted, listen to this. I posted this stupid fucking TikTok of me making a putt and then Tiger making that putt in the Ryder Cup where it's edited. And, like, right when he hits it, he shakes the guy's hand. Do you remember that video? Like he he hits it and then he goes to shake his hand like isn't the match is over. You know what I'm talking about, right? I think so. I'm President's also, Cup or Ryder Cup. I think I it's think probably it President's Ryder. Cup because he he dominated President's Cup and wasn't very. Well, let me find it really quick. I have it right here. But I, anyway, I posted the video and it's obviously fake. It's so obviously edited and fake. But so many people in these comments are like dude, it's so fake, and then other people are like, no, it's fucking real, and it's like, who gives a fuck? Who cares? Yeah. We don't, we don't have to do this, you know? It, it's, it blows my mind. It's, it's like a stupid video that I posted, and, like, I posted another one saying, like, what, is this, what does this drill do? And it was, like, the foot, feet together, you just swinging with, like, without moving your feet. Yeah. And people were fighting. It's like, yo, that's just what people want. All right, here. Anyways, on a lighter note, some funny Jim Herman tweets for you, mocking the player impact program. Um, also, like, let people like him in on it. Uh, congrats. So cool seeing all the hard work pay off. Hashtag PIP, hashtag 40 million. And it's a picture of Brooks with his, like, COVID haircut and his mustache <laughs> looking at you weirdly. It's kind of funny. So he's got a picture of an old tailor-made persimmon, Tor Brassy. Free to the first person who can prove to me you can hit this. Hashtag PIP. I've been seeing him tweet a bunch of that stuff. I didn't, I didn't know if it was actually like getting anyone's attention. Oh, got my attention. I loved it. <clears throat> Three well, hats to whoever can guess my favorite bowl of soup. Hashtag PIP. <laughs> Did you know Andres Gonzalez owns a string of very successful car washes? Hashtag PIP. Funniest tweet that tags at GoHermy. Hashtag PIP. Hashtag 40 million. Today wins a free wedge. And it's a used Vokey wedge. 
love it. I love you, Jim. Go Bearcats. Go Hermie. Go Bearcats, baby. All right, check out that video real quick. Um, I get it. It's obviously fake, right? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is people will fight about anything, and they won't change their beliefs even though there's, like, actual proof. At some, at, you know, at times. But Well, shit, man. People just got to... I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. What's going to come out of my mouth next? Just do but it. As a society and as human beings, we need to like exert some sort of aggression. And a lot of people get it out through like working out, exercise, other ways, work. Um, but those frustrations can build up. And a lot of people take it out on social media and start trolling people. And I don't think that's the way to go. And sure shit ain't because damn dude like the further the close the more technology advances the more digital we're getting like the more that that's becoming the real thing and the more further apart we're dividing ourselves and like wedging ourselves between each other i didn't know this was going to be a why can't we be friends podcast episode but <laughs> i guess it is there you can make that the title too <laughs> perfect we got the title yeah. No, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, the internet has never brought more people together, but it's also pushing people apart. It and makes... that was fucking deep, but it's true. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, like we're all going back to the whole like diversity thing. I said in the beginning with Tiger, I mean, I'm not just saying like that in this color of race and skin or religion, anything like that. Like we're all diverse and like we like our own little styles, like. I don't mind seeing a guy, someone with an untucked shirt out playing golf in front of me or somebody wearing like an astronaut suit. Like I said, like Throwback. on a spaceship, on a space cadet. Like that's totally fine. I get it. Like one of my best friends is a, is a hippie that has a long beard and hair down to his ass and doesn't tuck his shirt in half the time he plays golf. But Hey, Dude hits it 350 yards. Probably, he's one of the top 50 long drivers in the world still. And he hasn't competed in a year. I mean, you met him. So, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I mean, golf with friends. I mean, if you golf, you're my friend too. Like, come on. And, and like, another example, dude, like, I, when COVID first hit and Riggs with Barstool was uh, down in Pinehurst, I got to play the cradle with him and like <clears throat> he didn't have his hat on and like he had just shaved his head because I mean didn't have the best hairline going on so he just owned it and uh, these people from across the course were giving him shit because he wasn't wearing a hat and like all other reasons any reasons they could find out and pick out and because like the dude's like a presence on social media. Wait, they were they mad because he wasn't wearing a hat, or were they just giving him shit? Uh, they were just like calling him a cue ball and just saying <laughs> everything they could to get his attention. Wow. Yeah. Eventually, we fake aced him, which was kind of cool. If you've ever, if anyone's ever played the cradle, number three is this short hole that you throw it off the the back of the green and you let it come back. And uh, we were crossing over from eight to nine, which goes right next to that green. And one of the guys in our group, after the first person hit, 
because they can't see the the hole down there. They don't know if it goes in or not. Um, <laughs> he put his hands up and started like screaming, like chanting, like, oh, it went in, it went in. And two of the guys run up the hill and they get up there and the ball's like four feet away. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked and, up, man. Well, I mean, they deserved it. Like they didn't say <laughs> shit after that. That's for damn sure. Like they got a case of humble pie and like they weren't they weren't chirping or trolling in any way after that. So sometimes people got to get put in their place, I guess. But yeah, maybe all the trolls on social media need to get trolled themselves, or like, or maybe they just need a hug. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go my yogic route. And uh, say like that, yeah, free hugs for anyone who wants one. Yeah, I mean, you got to think that. Uh, I mean, every everything that I get, like every piece of hate on social media I get, is usually from someone who doesn't even have a profile picture. So it's like they're just hiding behind that just to hate on people. It's whatever, and man. Some, just some people do it for comic relief off. too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, some people like to watch the world burn. Don't take it personal. No, I don't know. I don't even know how we got on this topic. The PIP. <laughs> got all the way here. Yeah, I mean... The, but still... The, the whole, that whole thing, if you want to jump over back to the PIP real, real quick before we move on, that whole thing is just like... I don't know what the PGA... I mean, I know what the PGA Tour is trying to do. But I also... Like, don't they realize that they're never going to get another Tiger Woods... Like, it's never going to happen again. Like, no one is going to come out and dominate. The game is too deep now. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I mean, we had the Jordan Spieth run. Who, like, what is it now? Like, D, like DJ, I guess. Brooks, I guess. But that, that, Morikawa. Yeah. But, I mean, if you put his, their stats side to side, it's nothing. And he's not hes not a very polarizing figure like Tiger. Like, every time you – I don't know if you've ever seen Colin Murakawa in person, but he's not, like, a very big presence. But, like, every time, you, every time Tiger, like, stepped anywhere, you felt it. I mean, you just don't get that from, from anyone else, especially golfers. I mean, it's tough to – not like talking shit about golfers, but they're not going to be Michael Jordan or LeBron James or Kobe. You know, they're not going to be 6'5 to 6'8. Just going to be another white guy or another Asian guy <clears throat> or another black guy like Tiger. You know, it's just like, it's a little different. The sport's a little different. Yeah. Just to play devil's advocate, I will say history does have a tendency to repeat itself. But maybe not on a greater is great great of a scale. So I'm just saying it is it is more it's a lot harder to be in like I would say celebrities now are more saturated than they were in the nineties and two thousands because of social media, because of how many people are trying to actually do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Everyone wants to be famous too. I mean, well, that's what I'm you... saying. So, I mean, even back then, people wanted to be famous. But I'm saying, like, you could name like the, the top ten actors in in the '90s, and now there'd be you can name fifty. 
you know what yeah, I'm trying to say? Like what what genre, right? Like Yeah. Now it's more specific. I don't I, I don't really know how to describe it, but it's a lot harder to be at the top now and stay there. The digital world has made us realize that the world is not so small and there are lots of people in it. Something like that, eh? Hundred percent. I don't. You just threw a bunch of accents at me. Yeah, we're so gonna that, go with the Australian accent for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean the PIP thing. I guess it's a good theory, but I don't know. I feel like they could use that money in a, a lot of better ways. Put it maybe towards kinda... golf tournaments, or put it towards maybe. How about some fucking more fundraisers, or give it to charity? Because Lord knows that they don't made it. Give it to the charity of the chosen for whatever tournaments that the that's in the towns. <clears throat> whatever tournament <laughs> host whatever the tournament sponsor <clears throat> all right, so on a serious note, whatever the tournament <laughs> sponsor like whatever yeah. charity they're working with, because I get the gist of this having the Clovernook open that that we work on. There's 40 events in a year. Take a million of it and give it to whatever. Like that would be such a fucking gift, you know? I don't know. Like I'm thinking, <clears throat> I'm thinking or more so kind of... towards the giving back side, or like make it incentive based. Is in a sense like you don't have to post on social media. Like how about more so like educational videos for up-and-coming golfers that want to learn more about the game because we can't get enough of that. I mean, Golf Digest has been doing that since they started printing pages. Or, yeah, just to have, like, a select tournament at the end, like, hey, like, top 100 get to play for $40 million. So get after it. Something like that. Like, that's that's – Seven, almost six golf tournaments. Golf tournament purses, because PGA Tour tournament purses are usually about seven to eight million these these days. Yeah, I mean, I would even, I would even say, like, just put it, like, put it back into the tournament, or give it to the Corn Ferry Tour, or give it. Or help out. Yes. Or how about the out. developmental tours that only play for fucking one hundred fifty thousand dollars purses? That's what I'm saying. It's like, why don't what are what are they trying to do? And and how many how many stories? I feel like how many people love underdog stories or or love the like the guy coming from nowhere or had nothing and then won a tournament and now he made his way on the PGA tour. I mean, there was a there was a Golf Channel show about that way back when we were in high school do you remember the, the show pipe dream oh yeah that was yeah. cool i mean the guy couldn't break 80 but people liked it because they were mm-hmm. like oh come back like this guy played well on the mini tours like 20 years ago and now we're gonna fund him to go go to q school and play in some monday qualifiers and i mean unfortunately he didn't make it but like that's what I feel like. That's what people want to see. People don't want to see Rory just like winning some social media award, or Brooks and Bryson winning some social media award. Like what? What does that do? Like they they brought this match thing. They didn't even need the PIP to make this happen. 
No. They could have just no. they could have just manufactured it and be like, "Hey guys, this is what we're gonna do. You're gonna make this much money when we do this match thing. Here we go." And they'd be like, "Cool, I'll do it." Yeah. Like, I mean, how about how about instead of this PIP, <clears throat> have these little matches that you do like one a week, where these guys are off. They used and to. It's like, yeah, Shell's Wonderful World of Golf, and it's amazing. Yeah. I still watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Or I, bring bring back playing lessons with the pros. I used to watch that all the time. I just grab a pro during his practice round and film him for an hour and a half and then pay him. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many different ways they can do it. And it's such a lazy attempt and it's such a big number. It's like they're just, they have, right, we have a shit ton of money just laying around. We need to give it to somebody. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have guys who are former PGA Tour players or former corn fairy tour players grinding it out i mean i'm playing a tournament this week remember the name charlie Wee? yeah yeah he switched and won on tour (laughs) yep stack and tilt baby but he's playing he's playing in a mini tour event in palm springs i mean shit guys just he's and he's a pga tour winner damn it's just kind of crazy i just I, i don't really understand well I guess for our sake, it's just better to put your nose down and earn this shit. Oh, yeah. Shoot some good scores and it'll do all the talking itself. I'm all about that. I'm all about that uh, that mentality there. Yeah. Just let's, anything. let's tease I, something. So we're going to – you know what we're going to do? We're going to tease this right now. We're going to talk about how we practice, maybe – Maybe tell people what what kind of golf clubs we play, you know, favorite courses we like to play. I would say more styles because we already talked about our favorite courses. But then we can jump over to uh, bull predictions. And what kind of bull predictions are you thinking? Yeah, I like that. <clears throat> I'm thinking pace of play. I got it. I'll hint at that. Like mine's going to be a pace of play rule that I think this should be maybe at least considered or put into play for for tours, tour events, or, like, just competitions in general by the USGA, so. Um, all all about that. I can talk about that for a while, so I'm in. I'm in there. All right, well, that was that was a good time. Dave, do you have any advice to give us? Yeah. Okay. So, at Dormy Club, I valet cars as well, too, as a club services um, whenever I'm doing that. So, <laughs> two things. Never trust the backup can. <laughs> I didn't, full disclosure, I did not get into a wreck or damage anybody's car, but it's just, I always have trouble, like, parking using a backup cam, like, straight into a spot. Like, if I go in and I want to back into this, in between these hashes, like, I'm never parallel. I'm always a bit slanted of some sorts. So one, never trust the backup can. And two, it's very hard to park a car when you have a back massager going in the seats. All right. Noted. Yeah. Not quite inspirational like it was the last two weeks, but basically don't make assumptions if you want to kind of spin it some other way, some philosophical way. Don't make assumptions. Always check your six, be thorough, and attention to details, everything. How about them apples? 
I love it. That was good. Okay. Always take your six, man. All right, well, have a good night, Dave. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, brother. Take care of the West Coast in the meantime. Will do. See you, man. I'll hold it down over here. Bye-bye.